Welcome back to Run Through Presents Gone Running and today's guest, Emma Hothersall. Uh, Emma is a lifestyle content creator and keen runner. She ran her first marathon in Manchester in 2022 and has more recently smashed some of our events actually in her training for London. In this conversation we find out a little bit more about Emma's career, her training for London and as well how she got in to run in. I had a lot of fun speaking to Emma. I thought she was absolutely brilliant, offered some incredible advice as well. So I hope you enjoy this and please do remember to click on that little follow or subscribe button to get these episodes dropping straight into your podcast app of choice. Without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Emma Hoversall. I'm a Hothersall. I'm a fashion and lifestyle content creator. Um, I run the account at What I'm More on mainly Instagram, but also uh, on TikTok and YouTube as well. Um, I have been full-time content creating for coming up to 12 months now, which is crazy. It's gone so, so fast. Um, a lot of my content is focused around kind of outfits and styling. Um, but yeah, benefit of going full time now means that I can share a lot more of like my wider lifestyle of which running is a huge part. Um, so yeah, absolutely love running. It's been a huge passion of mine for many years. And yeah, really excited to have a chat about it today. Thank you for having me on. Just to start with then, you mentioned it's kind of been around that year mark now since you went all in on the content creation side of things. Was that a difficult decision to make and was it a scary one as well? Yeah, it definitely was. Um, so, so yeah, as a bit of background, I trained as an accountant and then I worked in investment banking. So it was a great career and it was a job that I really enjoyed and obviously put a lot of kind of years and effort into kind of building it up to that point. Um, and I think the thing with any big life decision is you're never really sure on the timing. I think I kind of put it off for a long time um, to the point where it got like way too much. I was basically working really long hours at work and then also my weekends um, and you just kind of can't do both so I took the plunge in April last year and yeah really it was a really difficult decision and I don't think you ever really know what's the right decision at the time but um, just enjoying myself every day I'm really grateful to be doing something that I love so yeah. I guess looking back at that decision now kind of like with hindsight in a year on definitely the right decision to have done that? I think the more I think about it is like nothing's ever guaranteed is it? I don't know if I can be doing this I don't know if there's huge longevity in what I'm doing now but I just think in life you kind of have to follow your passions don't you and do things that you love and I didn't I probably wouldn't have it wouldn't always be an option so I'm really glad that I took the option when I had it and yeah really enjoying myself and I don't think I'll ever look back and regret it. And you mentioned like time as well because working a full-time job doing what you're doing now as well which is essentially another full-time job and then trying to have like you know a partner yeah. a family uh, a life outside of everything it must have got it must have got pretty hectic 
Yeah, it did. And that was a big factor in my decision making is just not having the time to spend with family and friends. I felt like I wasn't being a good friend or yeah, it was just kind of it was too intense and you felt guilty spending time on one but not the other. And then, yeah, it it took a lot. And to be honest, I was quite lucky because when I started, it was the back of back end of 2019. So just over three years ago now. and video content wasn't really a thing back then. So I was just doing a lot of kind of outfit um, selfies in the mirror. But now a lot of what I do is video content, which is obviously so much more time consuming. So as that transition kind of happened on Instagram, it was taking more and more time. So yeah, it was it was a lot, but I'm glad that I went through it. And yeah, hopefully it was the right decision. Because sometimes, you know, the slightly older generation, maybe family <laughs> don't quite understand how you can kind of make a living out of this and have like a job doing what you do now what was that conversation like with maybe family and friends saying like look I'm gonna I'm gonna put this career that I've worked really hard for aside for a bit to do to do this yeah it's funny um my parents in particular have always been so so supportive they literally every time I post on Instagram they're liking and sharing it to each other it's (laughs) it's so lovely Um, I'm really grateful for that support so yeah that's been amazing but yeah I think kind of wider friends and family are maybe like a little bit confused like it's just not very kind of transparent industry and as you said like the older generation kind of just don't really understand it but I guess um yeah people are just happy that I'm kind of following my passion and doing something I love so yeah not had any kind of resistance from anyone which has been really great and from 2019 to where we are now over the million mark now on Instagram did you ever think back then when you started it that it was going to be at this point in 2023 absolutely not like the the growth has been absolutely incredible and mind-blowing to be honest to have hit a million this year um I really just started the account as kind of like a creative outlet where I could just kind of share my outfits without kind of annoying anyone on my personal account. Um, And yeah, so I really wasn't expecting anything from it. I kind of felt like I was too late to social media, which is so funny to think back because it still feels like it's growing today. So yeah, no, had absolutely no expectations um, for it. I just really loved putting outfits together. And yeah, just so grateful for the support that I've, I've received in that time. So talking about passions then, because obviously that's kind of one passion now that we're we're um, that now is essentially your your life in terms of work. Another yeah. passion, running. Where did uh, where did the love for running begin? Where did you first find your love for running? Hmm. I feel like whenever anyone asks me like how I got into running, I always go back to how I used to do a lot of swimming when I was younger, which I feel like built up a really good level of kind of base fitness for me and also stamina, which is obviously really important for long distance running. Um, So I feel like when I went to school, I had like a little bit of a natural ability towards running. They'd always try and get me to do like competitions and races. But to be honest, I really wasn't interested in running at school. I've never... Well, the one thing that I love now about running is the fact that it's so like you versus you. So I was never interested in like the competitive race aspect of it at school. Um, And then I'd say when I started working in the corporate world about six or seven years ago now, I found it great for kind of stress relief just to have that kind of half an hour, an hour block to just go out on a run and have your own thoughts. And yeah, nothing ever seemed as bad after a run. So I definitely say 
that is when I kind of fell in love with running and started doing it consistently. Um, and then I'd probably say in the last 12 months is when I've really started to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone with running, which has been incredible. And I feel like I've fallen in love with it even more over the last 12 months. Um, so yeah, probably, was, yeah. Was, it, 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 it's an ongoing thing though, isn't it? That's the yeah, thing. It's like, it it's is. a hard question when somebody says, when did you first fall in love with running? Because you're like, <laughs> But it kind of changes all the time. Like, yeah, and does. sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I absolutely hate it as well. Yeah. It's super stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's and downs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like, you've just been on holiday when we, when we're, when we're chatting about this. And I know a lot of people, um, a lot of people stress about going on holiday, especially when they're like in a block training for something, because it's like, Oh, how am I going to get this? And, or how yeah. am I going to get that? And I think it's sometimes as much as, as much as you love running, you do have to give yourself a break from time to time and allow yourself just that, just that moment to yourself outside of that world as well. So true. Yeah. We did struggle a little bit in Thailand, particularly because the, um, the roads are just not really built for running. So that was a bit of a struggle. And so we kind of just took a week off from our long distance run and just did a few kind of shorter, easy runs and tempo runs, things like that. So yeah, but it's nice to have a little bit of a break. Definitely. I um I had a look on your Instagram because you ran Manchester Marathon last year. Um, yeah. You described it as the best moment of your life, I think, in the <laughs> caption. Which is, I mean, I feel I feel like that's that's a lot of a lot of people's marathons. Um, it definitely does feel like one of the biggest and kind of like most yeah. weird and just it's everything all in one, isn't it? Yeah. When was the yeah. decision made to then to to train for for Manchester? So the start of last year, January, I was just kind of going for longer distance runs, really enjoying just gradually increasing my distances. And then it got to the point where I'd kind of done like some crazy long runs that it was almost like, oh, I might as well do the do the marathon. But I was always that person that I was quite nervous of like, because you never know, a lot of people do marathon training and they get an injury. And like, I don't know, I didn't want to have that pressure on me, but as I as I started to increase the distances I got a little bit more confident that I could do it so yeah I decided to sign up and it was honestly one of the most incredible experiences of my life um yeah I didn't realize I wrote that in the caption but I stand by it it was <laughs> euphoric it was amazing what what was it like then on on the course in Manchester because your home is Manchester as well it must have felt quite special kind of running that first marathon at home with that support with the crowd what was it like during the race? Yeah, it was amazing. Everyone says that Manchester Marathon is one of the best and it didn't disappoint. The support is absolutely incredible. So many people out on the street and through the city centre. It was just, yeah, it was, um, I couldn't have imagined it going any better than it did, which is so strange. That's why I'm kind of nervous for London because I'm like, I don't understand how it could get any better. The, the support was incredible. My friends were there. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. And it's so flat, the course. That was probably one of the best things as well. It was a really, really flat course. So and the weather was good. It was it was just perfect circumstances, to be honest. That's literally what marathon running is, isn't it? Just searching for a flatter and a flatter course. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. li- that's literally it. And um, what the what kind of the difference is then between the build for Manchester and then this build that you're currently in heading towards London is, is there differences in kind of like how you're approaching it? Um, Yeah, definitely. So the Manchester one was a little bit kind of 
just gradually increasing my distance over time. This marathon, I'm actually following a runner app training plan, which I am loving. I feel like the really good thing about following the plan is that you can just kind of do the runs and trust the process. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. And obviously because I've got a charity place this year, um, feeling even more committed to the plan than usual. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a, dif- a difference. But as I said, I don't really want to put any pressure on myself to kind of beat my time obviously I'd love to kind of get a similar time um but yeah and the the time that I got in the Manchester Marathon was beyond my wildest expectations so I kind of don't know if I could do that again but we will see it was around that three hour 39 was that am I right yeah it was you're right yep my boyfriend asked me that last night and I said one hour 39 and he was like wow that must (laughs) have been a world record (laughs) yeah I was pretty fast I don't know if you know (laughs) I was pretty fast on that day I think the beauty a beauty with a plan is and it's the same as why some people have PTs as well. It's like, you just want to go when it's in, in kind of like just using the PT analogy, you want to go to a gym, you want to be told what to do. You want to be, go there knowing that you're going to do something and then you can leave and you kind of feel accomplished because, you know, sometimes you can go to a gym, not know what the hell you're doing and leave and you haven't really done anything. And I feel like that that's the same with a plan. And I always used to be very much of the mind that I can do it all myself. Like I know what I'm doing. I can do it all myself. But then when you start getting help, you're like, ah, okay. Like maybe I was doing some things right, but this is really helping to know, right. Okay. Today's session, I need to go out and I need to do some hills and some intervals today's session. I need to go out and run easy yeah. and run some tempo or run some threshold. Like it, it is quite confusing, isn't it? When you get into it properly. Yeah, no, absolutely. I am loving it just mentally, like looking at the plan and actually doing the runs and ticking them off. I feel like that feels so good. And also like, like you said, when you kind of go to the gym yourself or you go on the treadmill, you're kind of like, oh, what should I do today? And you just kind of do what you feel. Whereas if you have something telling you what to do, you can, you can get your brain to kind of aim for that and you'll end up doing it. So yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. And yeah, the variety of training is so good with the plan. I've never done tempo training before, but I'm absolutely loving it. I feel like I'm kind of hitting speeds that I wouldn't have imagined that I would be doing. So yeah, really loving the variety and also the structure to it as well. I don't know if you find this, but what I always find with the plan as well is it's like everyone always talks about mini goals, don't they? Like mini goals towards the big goal. But it feels sometimes like every session is kind of like a mini goal because you feel like dead accomplished when you finish something. Yeah, exactly. It's like little stepping stones, isn't it? And then you tick off one run and then you tick off the full week. And yeah, I'm kind of not even looking at the bigger picture. I'm just focusing on like these individual steps to get me to yeah the next week and then hopefully the marathon. Um, So yeah, loving it. You would have been told a lot about London. You, you would have heard a lot. I'm sure you've had lots of friends run London. What are you expecting to be feeling when you're, when you're standing on the start line of the London Marathon in, you know, not long? <laughs> hopefully excitement. I feel like there will be a little bit of nerves, but yeah, hopefully excitement. I'm just kind of ready to soak in all the atmosphere. And yeah, everyone's told me that the, the crowd's incredible. And obviously all the sights just to kind of run with your head up, which, which is actually quite difficult for me. I am a serial runner with just looking down at the pavement. So <laughs> need to remember to look up and take in all the views and things. Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that it will be anywhere near as good as Manchester. And then, yeah, I'll love it. And and you mentioned already, look, life life is very busy. So how is it balancing sort of marathon training and being you, having your life and, and having your job? 
Yeah, no, definitely. It is. It can be really busy. Um, that again, that's why I really like the the app because you can kind of choose how many runs you want to do a week. So I've set a really realistic target of three runs a week. And yeah, the plan, I hope, I'm just trusting the process will get me there. Um, but then it, me, it gives me a little bit more flexibility. If I can fit another run in a week, then I will do. And yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, having like a realistic goal and target that kind of fits in with my life. And hopefully we're coming to lighter mornings now because I love to do my runs in the morning and it's been so difficult in January and Feb to kind of get out but yeah it gets a little bit easier when it's lighter and it's nice to uh to have seen you a couple of times recently at our events as well Tatton and Heaton it seems to be something you're doing a little bit more of racing during training is that something that you've implemented on purpose or is it just nice to be down at a race Definitely. I absolutely love your events and I love Parkrun as well. And yeah, I just think that you get a really good kind of community feel from them, which is one of the other reasons that I really love running and um, always end up speaking to someone and it's just like brings people together, which I really like. Um, I would say one of the hardest things about the training is definitely finding routes around Manchester City Centre. It's just so busy. There's not enough like green spaces. Um, and we actually came across your um, run through Heat and Parkrun because we were planning our route for like a half marathon and we were like oh there's actually an event on tomorrow so like we, we could just do that instead so it was perfect to be honest and um, but yeah absolutely loving those events really really good um still not ready to talk about that hill that I had to do three times and that, <laughs> was, that was terrible um but yeah no I love them <laughs> and if somebody's watching this now because there will be lots of people watching this and and thinking oh, you know what? Running sounds pretty good. I think I might, I might give it a go. Like what would, what would you say to them? Yeah, definitely. I would say, um, just to start, but to start slowly, kind of get a feel for your base level of fitness. Um, don't put any pressure on yourself. Definitely to prioritize consistency over kind of speed and distance. I feel like once you kind of get in a bit of a routine and you get consistent, then you really see progress quickly with running, which is one of the best things about it. Um, definitely not to compare yourself to anyone else. I feel like it's kind of easy with running to look at someone else's distance or pace and kind of feel disheartened or give up but everyone's on their own journey with running and it is all about you versus you so definitely don't compare and then yeah things like your run through events and park run are great to kind of keep stay motivated if you've got like a distance goal in mind you could sign up for a 10k and that really helps you to kind of stay accountable and, and keep that motivation and um, so yeah it's it's the best sport ever I couldn't recommend it more <laughs> you mentioned that p word as well pressure and I think that's something a lot of people maybe struggle with in life in general you know across social you might see things from people that you know you think why am I why am I not doing that and that's the same with running when you're seeing things on social thinking why aren't I running those paces why aren't I why aren't I doing that amount of volume or mileage or intensity but it's something that you have to kind of understand that you're on your own journey with isn't it yeah absolutely and yeah I think it's it's a difficult balance like you don't want to put pressure on yourself I feel like running for me anyway it's always been a hobby and something that I do for the enjoyment but then on the other hand I feel like in the last 12 months when I've really started to push myself out of my comfort zone that's when I've started to love it even more um, and I feel like there's yeah there's obviously a balance to working out whether you are you know, just kind of coasting with running and whether you should probably be, you know, trying to push your paces or whether you should just kind of stay where you are. Um, 
but yeah I mean I, I love it I think sometimes it's it's great with this training you have your easy runs and then you have the ones where you can push as well so yeah I think that's the thing definitely don't compare there's there's so much on Instagram and kind of social media about paces and distances but it it's you versus you at the end of the day and yeah I guess finally then let's talk goals um I'll go <laughs> one personal one run in we're sort of four years or so from the account being created where do you see that going if we look back in another two years where would you like it to be oh that's so difficult um I really would like I feel like I've been so focused on kind of building the account to like a level where I can say that it's like proper platform now and now I'm kind of in that stage where I'm kind of thinking about what I want to use this for and so many ideas that I have I just I'd really like to be kind of more established and I think some of that is like having a website maybe a blog Um, but I also really passionate about helping people I feel like if I have a skill in this styling area I'd love to use it to help people get more confidence and feel more empowered in how they're dressing and yeah I'd love to do a lot more for charity as well if there's ways that I can combine styling and also running I'd love to do a lot more kind of charity stuff so yeah hopefully something that encompasses all of that in the in the next few years would be amazing. Um, running wise I, I don't know I feel like with running you, they always say, shouldn't you, you should set like wild goals so that if you don't reach the moon, you land on the stars. So I feel like last year I managed to do a um, sub 20 minute 5k, which is mind blowing for me. I feel like I'd never thought I would do that. Um, and then I think your run through event um, at Tatton Park, I did a 10k in 42.29. So I feel like maybe I should be aiming for a sub 40 10k but that just feels crazy but I'll put it out there see what happens (laughs) and it's just that enjoyment isn't it just just keep keep enjoying running and if you keep enjoying running the times will come as well and you did mention charity as well with London if somebody's watching this and they they've got some spare money and they'd like to donate to your to to your cause what is the cause and and how do they do that yeah, it's cancer research. So obviously uh, a really, really important charity and, and something that's really close to my heart. And I'm, I'm sure many of you watching, um, yeah, they do incredible work. Um, it's a UK charity. So um, yeah, just really, really important and, and special work helping people that are going through a really, really difficult time. And yeah, it would be amazing if, if people have any spare, spare cash to donate it. Anything is appreciated. It is, yeah, a great cause. Yeah.